Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of Park, park hoppers. hoppers. Modifications of the $15 Genie Plus service were announced that we think some Disney guests visiting the next few weeks will enjoy. Also, we had a chance to visit Boma at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge twice recently, including our first time for dinner. All this and more up next. Let's hop to it. started talking about the stuff that we just mentioned we gotta also talk about for a second that we got to see the new spider-man movie whenever i hear (laughs) this song all i can picture is peter and and mj swinging throughout the city after the second one yeah we're all like here's like (laughs) (laughs) and she's like freaking out she's like (laughs) screaming at the top of her lungs like freaking out oh yeah yeah that's And then she gets, she's okay with it after a while, yeah. it seems. Yeah. <laughs> but, she's okay with swinging with Spider-Man oh. in real life and Marvel Universe. Oh, goodness. Good oh. on you, Tom Holland. Good for you, She's Tom a beautiful Holland. lady, that Zendaya. Well, he like manifested everything in his life. He was like, if you've ever seen any of his interviews, in one of his interviews, he was like, oh, what, who would you like to p- play someday? And he was like, Spider-Man. And somebody was like, who's your celebrity crush? And he was like, Zendaya. And she was like... Now he's got both of them. Yeah, like what? <laughs> what else is he manifesting? <laughs> like uh, uh, a British accent. He, well, he's got My that. Goodness. <laughs> Anything you see with Tom Holland outside of the MCU is like mind blowing because he's just so British. I will say that one of the funniest things I've seen out of like the MCU, outside of him actually playing like Spider Man, was when we Peter watched Parker. him on Hot Ones. Yes, he was great on Hot Ones. He was hilarious. If you guys have, if you guys don't know what Hot Ones is, it's this great YouTube channel with the host Sean Evans, and basically he just conducts these interviews with with celebrities when they have stuff going on while they eat progressively hotter chicken wings. So it starts like at a milder, and I say milder with air quotes. Yeah. Or the yeah. milder. Too hot for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they go through what, like ten wings? Ten. Yep. And. They go from milder to hottest. To like, why the hell am I eating this? <laughs> like, like you may have to just like be in the restroom Suffer. later. <laughs> but and but the, but the interviews are all really good, and Sean Evans is arguably one of the best interviewers in entertainment right now. Yeah, and I mean the interviews are great. It's hilarious watching who like doesn't flinch and who is like literally just sweating and just like you know snots coming out of their mouth. They're yeah. begging for water and milk or anything. <laughs> Um, and it's just funny watching them kind of like relax because their brain is just so focused <laughs> on the fact that their mouth is on fire. But right. he was great. He, had, he was awesome. He had such a potty mouth on that, <laughs> that episode, though. And uh, Simu Liu, I think is how you say his name, uh, Shang-Chi, was also on there recently as well. So definitely go check that out if you're a Marvel fan. Yes, but before we move on, what did you think of the Spider-Man movie? Uh, Without was, giving anything away. It was away. awesome. Oh my gosh. It was so good. I want to go see it again and again and again until I have literally no way home. Ah, but um I really liked it too. It was awesome. I can't uh, recommend it enough. I uh I think that it was uh prob- everything it needed to be. It was exactly what i was missing in terms of movies because literally there has been no movie that i have really cared to see in the theaters in a 
probably a long time. Yeah. And this isn't a spoiler because they, they're in the trailer, mm. but the villains. Okay. <laughs> um, Dr. Octopus, Green Goblin, um, Electro, they're all in the trailer. And I was so happy to see all of them again because I'm a huge Doc Ock fan. I really liked his character in the one of the original Spider-Man movies. I think it was Spider-Man 2 uh, with Tobey Maguire. And to see him back playing this role this time actually without the arms, the octopus arms that were actually puppeteered last time. Now they're like full CGI and they're super like badass looking. And to see him back and see what happens with him in the film was really cool to me. Yeah, and we also got that really cool bucket and cup. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we, we overpaid for a couple of plastic items with <laughs> Spider-Man on them. So we walked in and I was like, I want the popcorn, I want the bucket. And he was like, do you want to pay a zillion dollars yeah. for a popcorn bucket? We got way too much popcorn in this giant bucket that has Spider-Man on it. And then we got a uh, souvenir soda cup that has Spider-Man on it. But it was so cool. Like, yeah. It was so funny because when we got the bucket, we actually dumped out some of the popcorn. <laughs> it was too full to carry. It was spilling out the handles. And, there was so much popcorn. And we were there. both wearing Marvel spirit jerseys, so I didn't yeah. want to get like popcorn all over us. And then we ate popcorn during the movie, and there was it was still, like I would say, at least 80% full. Yeah, yeah. But no spoilers. We're not going to dive into that. Maybe in a future episode, maybe in a couple of weeks, when it's okay to talk spoilers. Can I mention one more thing yeah. before we move on? Something sure. just clicked in my head. What do you got? Um, you mentioned puppeteering. Uh-huh. Um, I would just like to recommend, if you are a fan of The Muppets and of Sesame Street, oh, yeah. there is a special... I believe it was HBO Max. HBO Max. And what was it called? Street Gang. So it is about the... It's not what you think. Some of the history of uh, Sesame Street. Yeah. And kind of like the origins, how it came to be. Behind um, the scenes stuff. A lot of really cool footage. Yes. And, uh, you know, some of the parts are really emotional and it just really helps you like remember what was actually going on at the time that Sesame Street started and how far we've come. But uh, it was really fascinating. So if you're a fan of like that behind the scenes stuff and diving into the history of Sesame Street, um, I highly recommend checking that out. Yeah. Right? I'll be honest with you. I really had no interest in Sesame Street the last probably 20 years <laughs> until we went to SeaWorld and we saw the Sesame Street land and we saw the Sesame Street Christmas parade. And, you know, I'm not like diehard watching it again, but it definitely piqued my interest when I saw that that documentary was on HBO Max wanted to watch it and we were both just like in awe even one point we were both crying it was like oh my god this is crazy yeah they do a really good job of putting real life things into perspective and if you haven't watched sesame street in a long time which neither of us really have like definitely um i i nannied and babysat like in the more recent years so i feel like that kind of stuff i had caught some of but like some of those really like poignant moments i i haven't sat down and watched but right so again, from over us over here at a couple of park hoppers, Spider-Man, go see it. Yes. And if you're at home, Street Gang, HBO Max, go watch it. Yeah. So all good things for you guys to um, enjoy yeah. as, as you're winding down this 2021. Well, speaking of good things to enjoy, if you're coming to Walt Disney World in the next two or so weeks, there is there was something that was announced yesterday that could really work out in your favor and definitely gives you more bang for your buck with the $15 Genie Plus service. And what they did is they they saw over Thanksgiving and the weeks afterwards that 
a lot of the lightning lanes were getting snatched like really quickly on the $15 Genie Plus that people were paying for it and barely getting to use it. And I think that drew a lot of ire within the Disney community and the Disney fans and the Disney vacationers. So I just want to pause for a second. Okay. What is Genie Plus? So we've discussed this in a previous episode. If you don't know what it is, go back and listen to that. We break it down step by step, the Genie Plus. Um, Basically, it's a $15 paid service that allows you to basically hold one fast pass at a time in any of the four Walt Disney World parks or at Disneyland. It's $20 in Disneyland. It's $15 here in Florida. Um, But it basically grants you access to what's called the Lightning Lane or what used to be called the Fast Pass Queue. Right. And you can hold one at a time. It's basically a return time. You have an hour window to use it. You go in, you, you do the thing, and as soon as you scan in, you can try to book another one. But you don't have access to that unless you pay the $15 for Genie Plus that includes all but two rides per park in that service. And your top tier rides are going to be an additional charge. Per ride. And you can get those a la carte. Correct. So what they are doing right now, because the top two popular rides in each park were the a la carte versions or the individual lightning lanes. Right. Um, But what they're doing for the next two weeks, and I'm hoping that it's a permanent thing going forward personally, uh, we'll discuss this in a few minutes, but they're taking away the... The second of the uh, top tier, the second of the top tier from each park, and they're putting them into the fifteen dollar Genie Plus service to kind of help spread the crowds out and give more options for people utilizing the service. So, for example, first off, um, over at Hollywood Studios, your top tier ride is going to be Rise of the Resistance. Right. Your second ride is going to be Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Correct. So, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is now included in your $15 Genie Plus service. For the next two weeks until January 3rd, as of now. So from December 19th, so it's starting tomorrow, is that correct? Starting today. Starting today. Today is the 19th. Oh, yes, today, December 19th. And uh, so you can get that when you purchase your $15 Genie Plus service. You don't have to buy it a la carte. Now at, let's see, at Epcot... What is still a la carte? Was that Test Track? Uh, no, it was uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Oh, Remy's Ratatouille. For some reason, I always forget Remy. It's so yep. new. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and then the second one was Frozen Ever After, and now Frozen Ever After from today through January 3rd will be available as part of the $15 Genie Plus service. Okay, and then for Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. It was uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Right. It's the first one. That's the top one, and that's still a la carte, but Space Mountain was included in, in that as well. But now it's it's included in the $15 Genie Plus service for the next two weeks uh, as part of the uh, the service at Magic Kingdom. And then last, um, we have uh, over Kingdom. at Animal Kingdom, the top tier ride is going to be Flight of Passage. Yep. And then the second one, Expedition Everest, is now included in your Genie Plus service if you purchase that for $15. So again, that's Runaway Railway. Frozen Ever After, Space Mountain, and Expedition Everest. So I have a friend, uh, Kevin, uh, at work, and he actually took his his two boys to Hollywood Studios last Sunday. And I was telling him for a while about Genie Plus, and he said he was going to use it. And they used it. They paid. It was him, his wife, and his two boys. So they paid 60 bucks to utilize this Genie Plus service. And he said he barely used it at all because there was nothing available until later in the day. And they bounced to Magic Kingdom later, and there was barely anything available all day long. And to me, 
I think that stinks. If you are still selling this $15 service when there's not that much inventory to be had by the people, I don't think that feels right. But this is a nice little compromise here where you're, you're adding four really popular rides into that service and sending crowds elsewhere where, yeah, you might not be able to get one of these four rides, but if you're a big fan of the other stuff at all the parks, you might be able to get that more often. What do you think? So I, we were discussing this earlier and I have kind of different feelings about sure. this. That's why we have discussions. Um, I think that Disney, Genie, Genie Plus, all of that is in its infancy. It just came out recently. And I think that we are experiencing some growing pains. I also think that you are getting a rush from people whose kids are out of school. Yep. People who put off their vacations due to COVID. Yep. You are experiencing the busiest time in of theme the parks year. right now. Like literally the busiest time. If you ask me, hey, when's the busiest time? Because I love to stand in a crowd of people. I would say, come on down. Come right now. And I think that to kind of, you know, say that there's not availability. I mean, there's barely room for walking around. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like that's really almost like, I, I understand what you're saying. If you're yeah. purchasing something that you should be able to use it. Right. However, I think there just need to be some modifications. Agreed. But I, I just, I feel like it's it's just almost like you're coming here during the literal busiest time. Like try I to mean, get you, a, you know what you're getting into. Try to get a good spot Christmas. for the fireworks without waiting for hours ahead of time. Right. And then you'll be lucky if some somebody doesn't put their child on their shoulders and ruin <laughs> your whole day. Yeah. So, um, and, and I I mean that because it's happened to us. Um, right. But the thing is, like. This is the busiest time of the year. Um, up until a couple of weeks ago, there was no issue unless you literally had no idea what you were doing. Sure. And I think that because of that, there needs to be a little bit more, I guess, clarity about what that means. Okay. So when you purchase it, saying like, oh... Subject to availability, may not be available at all times, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I don't know if they should put a cap on it because what if you just want to ride like what if you have a little kid and that little kid just wants to ride like you know the little kid rides that are available sure um and i i mean when i say little kid rides i mean like like barnstormer and stuff like yeah, that. yeah stuff like that that yeah. maybe you'll have a kid that maybe won't want like space mountain or swirling stuff. saucers yeah stuff like that and i love all those rides i'll go on those rides but i mean like not they're you're gonna use it for different things yeah and I just think there needs to be more clarity and just more explanation about what this actually includes and what the expectation is. And I really think that during Christmas, it's not a good representation of what's available during the other 11 and a half months of the year. Sure. Um, one thing that's been glaringly obvious when Genie Plus started is the fact that Slinky Dog Dash is way more popular than Disney thinks it is. Um it was included in the $15 Genie Plus service, and it's impossible to get. <laughs> if you're not staying at a Disney resort where you can book your first Genie Plus Lightning Lane selection at 7 a.m., it's impossible to get a Lightning Lane for Slinky Dog Dash until like later in the afternoon, unless you are very lucky and you do it first thing right at 9 o'clock. 
Um, I think adding Runaway Railway into the mix. Who's who? <laughs> which is a people eater. <laughs> correct. But adding Runaway Railway into the mix also gives the people who are selecting their first thing, because um, Runaway Railway is only a couple years old, just like um, just like uh, Slinky Dog Dash, like we were discussing. Slinky Dog Dash, I believe, is two years older than Runaway Railway. Um, it's two of the newer rides in the park. And I think that uh, having those two newer rides in the park, because you're obviously you're not going to include Rise of the Resistance, uh, that's always going to be a uh, an a la carte individual Lightning Lane purchase. Right. But adding a, a newer ride and not making it Tower of Terror or Rock and Roller Coaster into the mix definitely, I think, will give people a chance to get that Slinky Dog Dash pass a little bit earlier than they have been. And I think that's a good thing. I personally think that I agree with you, but I think what what they need to do is they need to go back and reconfigure what's included in their lightning, like the lightning lane additional a la carte choices. Sure. Because like you're saying, Slinky Dog Dash is gone in like minutes. Yeah. And I think that Slinky Dog Dash needs to be a la carte. I don't think it should be included in Genie Plus. And the, the fact that it's it's individual lightning lane uh, it's not individual lightning lane. It's part of the the Genie Plus fifteen dollars service, and once those are gone, you're stuck with the standby line, which is always really long. It's never. I swear, I've never seen Slinky Dog even on like a moderately busy day under sixty minutes. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you, and I think Runaway Railway should normally be included in the, your Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. But I also think when you look at the other rides, you need to also reconfigure those. So at Epcot. For right now, it was Frozen Ever After. Um, is there something that would go better than Frozen After Ever After? Or do you think that that one is I, good? The only one I would say is maybe Test Track because that line is always really long. Spaceship Earth. <laughs> Space, <laughs> Spaceship Earth. I think the most I've I've ever seen in the last six months was like twenty five to thirty minutes. Yeah. So Frozen Ever After is probably a good choice. Now, what about at Magic Kingdom? Uh, there's a lot of rides at Magic Kingdom that could probably be the second tier option. Maybe Splash Mountain, maybe Big Thunder. So um, there's one that I, I do not like saying this out loud. I really don't. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Like it hurts my soul, but Jungle Cruise should probably yeah. be on it. Or Peter Pan's Flight. Yeah, Peter Pan's Flight is but another one. But if I paid ten dollars to go on Peter Pan's Flight, <laughs> <laughs> I would be so like miffed (laughs) 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 getting off that ride and be like really my mom loves especially if i hadn't been on it before (laughs) my my mom loves peter pan's flight there's nothing wrong with loving peter pan's flight and i'm so glad it's included in the 15 dollar genie plus not the a la carte it's a classic so it is a classic classic dark rides at disney are the best well, here's the other thing. Tron should be included oh, at it a will la carte. Be 100%. So I feel like there should be something that is like... Yeah, and so will Guardians of the Galaxy when that opens at Epcot. So Epcot, yeah, we should get Guardians of the Galaxy. And then at I was trying to think of like at Animal Kingdom, what should go in its place? Um, I don't know. May, maybe Navi River Journey? But can you but have... But you can't have both avatars be paid rides. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, whatever replaces <laughs> Dino Land USA <laughs> or or the uh, Primeval World, rest in pieces. Oh. Well, here's the other thing. We have a lot of stuff that is still missing from the Disney parks in this. Right. And what I would like to see is as we hopefully start getting things like meet and greets back, 
I would like to see meet and greets included in your Genie Plus. That would be cool. Because the thing is, they used to be included in Fast Pass. They did. Yeah, you could go meet Mickey at Town Square Theater. You could go uh, do Princess Fairytale Hall. You could go do... You could go meet... Um, Safari Mickey and Minnie at oh, Animal, yeah. Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. That's yep. what I love doing. Those that. are great. I love their little outfits. You can meet a uh, Sorcerer Mickey. Yeah, at Hollywood Studios. However, there was never a Fast Pass for that. No, there was not. But it would be if that was included, that would be a that would be a huge get. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder if, hopefully, as those kind of things expand, then we'll see you know people doing more things. But right now, they're not available. Right. And. I don't remember. Do you remember if there used to be like a fast pass to like a like good seating for fireworks or there was oh Fantasmic. yeah, Fantasmic had fast passes. I know Fantasmic because yeah. I used to go get it. Well, because Fantasmic was the only one that really had seating for fireworks, so it was never really like you can't get fast pass to Magic Kingdom fireworks. Because then you have like the dessert party or like VIP that, stuff. I mean, yeah, that's the paid paid fast pass. Yeah, that's the a la carte. <laughs> yeah, but, the, <laughs> but that's more going to be more than fifteen dollars, right? Uh, yeah, so even seeing something like Indiana Jones, yeah. um, seeing Fantasmic. I wouldn't be surprised if that's included, so, which starts today. Yeah. <laughs> so seeing a lot of those things added to the $15 Genie Plus, I think is good. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Do you think that there should be an a la carte edition, or do you think that everything should be included in one price? I think... There, I think right now for the next two weeks, I think one is a really, really good number. I think that Rise of the Resistance, you know, it, it'll be a moneymaker for them. It's really smart to have them do the individual ride. Um, I don't know about Mind Train. I guess Mind Train is probably probably a good moneymaker for them too as far as that goes. I think so. Um, Remy's, it, they got the virtual queue already. There's no standby line. So really the only other option is to either get the virtual queue or pay for it. So right now that's going to be a good option. And then Flight of Passage is still wildly popular. It's The lines are really long. So I think those four rides, the top tier rides in each park, should definitely still be the the paid individual lightning lanes. And I think that's where it should end, to be honest with you. So you think that Just one per park? Because earlier you were, we were discussing back and forth, and you mentioned something that you. What if it was just one price and everything was included? Then you would probably have to bump it to twenty bucks. Yeah, that's that's what I definitely agree with. But it's also more appealing having Runaway Railway, Frozen Ever After, Space Mountain, and Expedition Everest included in that as well, and you're just going to make more money that way too. See, I don't mind the a la carte stuff i think that keeping the single ones that we just discussed up and then i think that 15 dollars is without a doubt the hands down most affordable version of a lightning lane in any theme park sure. right now yep um you know places like and i love sea world i love universal but 200 dollars a person is just a it's little a out of my price range it's a lot but it's but it's guaranteed entry into the express line for every attraction that it's offered at. So that's a little bit different as well. It's just it's hard to like argue back and forth about that because if you do express like at Universal, there's it's at such a hefty price yeah. that you're not gonna have a mad rush. The express is more geared towards people who are trying to, to like knock out Universal in a day versus like annual pass holders who want to just skip lines. Right. But what I'm saying is like for at Universal at two hundred dollars a pop. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to have a ton of people purchasing that. Right, exactly. So when you go to the ride, most likely your 
express is going to actually be express. Sure. Where at Disney with everybody buying it for $15, the same amount that it costs for a meal at Disney, um, you, you know, you're going to have a lot more people. And if you didn't have like the app to be able to book a time, if you just kind of let people, everybody have their shot at it, there, there wouldn't be a lightning lane. There would be no use for it. Sure. What I personally don't want to see is them add more inventory for people to snatch up more lightning lanes for each ride. Right. Because then we're just back at square one with fast pass. So now we're all just standing in line. And it slows down the standby line to a painful pace and no thank you. That is one thing I absolutely positively do not want to see. What I do like seeing is having more options added to the Genie Plus service versus more tickets for the lightning lanes for each of the the rides that are available. Yeah. And I just, like I said before, I think we're going to see Lightning Lane um, and, excuse me, Genie Plus really evolve as, you know, we are able to bring back shows, bring back character meet and greets, those kind of things, because it's going to offer more. So maybe when a bunch of people have their, you know, their Lightning Lane for something like Fantasmic, that frees up so much Lightning Lane space for, you know, for other people to be doing other rides and such. And Hollywood Studios is notorious for being busier right now. Sure. And so I just think that as we continue to see it evolve, meet and greets come back, shows and such, that we're going to see changes to the service a lot of the time. And I think that Disney is realizing that maybe some of their rides are more, like you were saying earlier, that things like Slinky Dog are way more popular than they anticipated. And some of the rides like Frozen Ever After often have lightning lanes that you can literally buy and walk on the ride. Yep. So I think that we're going to see it evolve. And I personally would like to give it a chance to evolve out of its infancy. On top of that, no offense, but if you come here in December, you do not have a good idea of how any of this works right now. You're, You're literally coming here during the busiest time of the year. Yeah. So doesn't count. <laughs> also, you got to remember, folks, before you you freak out and you panic and you 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 got to know what you're getting into first of all, cuz like Danny said, you know you're coming at this very busy time of the year. You got to expect some of these things to not be available at your beckoning call. But but you are also not required to buy this. Right. That is the thing that a lot of people forget. Yes, Genie Plus is wonderfully convenient on slower days, and you can get skip-the-line passes on a lot of things. I've done it, and we loved it the one day we tried it. Um, We've done it more days than just the one. Well, yeah. The, there's one specific day that I'm thinking of when our friends Chris and Chip were here that I did it with them, and we got so much done in one day. It was kind of silly. Um But you just got to remember that the standby lines are not that bad right now. They're not like they used to be. If you don't get a Genie Plus Lightning Lane uh, for a, for an attraction, it's not going to be a painfully slow experience like it was with Fast Pass. It is going to be slower, most likely, but the standby lines aren't bad, and they move, and you're not required to spend the $15. It is an option. It's a premium. It's an add-on for you to do if you would like. It is not a requirement, and you don't have to do it. Yeah, I totally I totally agree with what you're saying. Now, one thing I just kind of want to pedal back on for one second is I know I said that it doesn't count when you visit in December. 
One thing I wanted to mention to you guys, and we were discussing it earlier, was next year we are actually going to get to choose um, our the new version of the annual pass that we want to do. Correct. And the top two versions, first one is... The Increda uh, Pass. The Increda Pass. And that's no blackout dates. It's, uh, you know, it includes <laughs> everything it yeah. did. You got to read that fine print, though, folks, especially if that reservation system still is, is around. Right. No and, blackout dates. Right. So, but however, no blackout Go dates. On. And it's about what, $1,200? I believe it was closer to 13 Yeah, I think it was $1,299. Okay, $1,299. I think it was 1200 for us if you like re- renew, you get like uh, a discount. Yeah, you get a 15% discount if you renew. Regardless, it's like $1,200. And so, no blackout dates. However, the pass underneath, which we are looking at getting, it's called the Sorcerer's Pass. Sorcerer Pass. It is $400 cheaper. Yep. And the only difference is it includes Thanksgiving week and the two last weeks of December. It, it doesn't include those weeks. It, uh, yeah, it doesn't include those. Those are the only thing it affects. And the reason for that is because those are statistically always the busiest, yeah. busiest, busiest days of the year. And guess what? They don't want even more people coming in during those times. So, And when you come as often as we do, those are days that you just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, if you come visit us during those times, uh, we're, not, we're not going to the park. Um, you you want to go to Chili's after or something? Like, Let's go to Gatorland. They they got the three for ten. You want to go to Potato Land? Yeah, Gatorland. <laughs> Let's go to the Lego. Let's go to the Crayola Experience. I'm, hey, I still want to do that. So. Sure, but the thing is, it doesn't include Thanksgiving week and the last couple weeks in December for a reason. And so one of the reasons I say that it doesn't count is because statistically, this is a very, very, very busy time of year, the busiest time of year at Disney. Yeah. So for you to get a an accurate representation of what something like Genie Plus really can do for you, I would come and try it out at a different time. And, you know, in general, if you're visiting any theme park during Thanksgiving week, or the last two weeks of December. God bless you. May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> um, you know, you should probably come in with like strapped with like a camel pack and <laughs> like fatigues on basically. Yeah. So good uh, luck to you. <laughs> so real quick before we move on to our, our next topic of the of the episode here, we just want to reiterate that it, this is just a limited time thing where that second option of the uh the individual lightning lanes that are offered at each park are now included in the $15 Genie Plus uh, paid service. That is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Hollywood Studios, Frozen Ever After at Epcot, Space Mountain at Magic Kingdom, and Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom just until January 3rd, unless Disney says otherwise. And this is an evolving topic, so yeah. we will be keeping you guys updated on you know, what happens as new things come back here in 2022 wow can you believe it's gonna be 2022 it's crazy uh i I can't even believe that and i'm not sure if we're gonna go to the parks to experience this during this two three two and a half week window or so however long that is um but if you do let us know let us know if you think that you found the experience using the 15 dollars genie plus better with these rides added in versus if you used it before or if you were able to get, let us know what you were able to get on. You know, hit us up on social media at Park Hopper Show on everything. Um, let us know what your experience was, and and we'd love to hear back from you to, about how it was. Um, all right, so let's move on to our second topic here. And if you've listened to us for you know probably the last couple of months, you know how much we love Boma. 
at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. And if you haven't, welcome. And we love Boma. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we love Boma. Um, what is Boma? It is the Boma Flavors of Africa. It is a buffet uh, that is at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge inside the Jumbo House. And if you haven't been to Animal Kingdom Lodge, holy cow, guys, you got to go over there and check it out because it is the most amazing lobby on Disney property, in my opinion. It's absolutely wonderful. Now, we had the pleasure of getting to actually go twice we did. recently. We did. Now, we've been for breakfast a couple of times before this, but uh, Danny's family was here a couple of weeks ago, and we actually, right before she left, we went with uh, Danny's sister, Katie, uh, to go get breakfast at Boma because we love it so much. Yeah, so my mom and my youngest sister, Megan, they actually left very that early that morning. Yep. So I had to say bye to them the night before because they had to be at the airport very Bye-bye. early. <laughs> Bye-bye now. <laughs> um, come back real soon. Um, but with Katie, um, my sister, she wasn't. her flight wasn't until like 3 o'clock. She was going to a different destination. Yeah, so she lives um, somewhere else. And so she, she had a different flight. So I was like, oh, we got to do something. So we ended up going to Boma. Yep. So it was awesome because I think she really enjoyed it. I think she loved getting to see Animal Kingdom Lodge because she'd never seen it before. Mm -hmm. And Boma, as always, the breakfast is absolutely excellent. And you cannot beat the price for a Disney meal. There's so many unique options, too. And it's not like when you go to, you know, a Chef Mickey's or a place like that where it's your, your basic breakfast buffet food, you know, the the waffles, the eggs, the bacon, the the ham, the sausage, that kind of stuff. At Boma, there's all of that and then some more. And there's de- there's different African style flavored dishes. There's meats and sauces and all different kinds of desserts that you could try. And they're they're so good. And for twenty nine dollars, all you can eat buffet at at a uh, a DVC resort on Disney property. You really can't go wrong with that. Yeah, and I mean we've we've gone to Boma multiple times for breakfast. We will go again uh-huh. for breakfast. But more recently, within I think like within forty eight hours of going but after going to breakfast though, with it was, Katie, it was at the most it was like four days. Uh, I think it was less than that. Yeah, yeah I'm saying at the most. I'm pretty sure it was like two or three. Yeah, and so we actually were able to go to Boma for dinner with our friends Eddie and Lisa. Yeah, shout out to Eddie and Lisa. So um, they wanted to go to. Uh, go do something fun for dinner. And we were trying to find something that was like, you know, a fun Disney thing that we could all do together. Somewhere they haven't been before and we hadn't done before. And it was, uh, we decided that, hey, there's a reservation for Boma at nine o'clock this night. Let's go do that. Yeah. And we actually were able to book it the day of. Yeah, it was beautiful. You never know like what's going to come up the day of when you're here. But um, the prices first off is a little bit different for dinner. It's $49 per adult plus tax and gratuity, just like the other one, plus Mm -hmm. tax and gratuity. But um, now we get to try the dinner offerings. Oh, man. And there is so much more. And it's not like your typical dinner type stuff where you would see like at like a Chef Mickey's. I keep bringing this up because it's usually pretty basic food at Chef Mickey's. But you don't see like chicken nuggets and that kind of stuff that you would see on a regular dinner buffet. They did have meatballs. They did have meatballs. <laughs> they were really good. Yeah. Um, but Boma offers so many different uh, amazing options and so many crazy flavors. What do you think, if you can remember, what do you think was your favorite part of the buffet? I'm trying to remember. Because th- not everything's listed here on the menu, but do you remember anything specific that stood out to you? Do you remember if they had that shrimp salad? 
Um, yes, they did. I'm trying to remember having I that. I didn't try it. I don't think I had it either, but um, you're, so you're asking me what my favorite yeah, was? Yeah, what do you think your, your favorite dish from the, the Boma dinner buffet um, that you can remember? Because I know I had one, personally. So, I loved the salmon. So the salmon was one. The salmon was awesome. But the second thing that was my favorite was that soup that I had. Yes, that would that would been that would have been my second one. They had three amazing soup options. There was one that was like a like an African style chicken corn chowder, that was delicious. Right. They had one that was like a seafood stew. Right. And then there was uh, a, like a butternut squash one. Yes. That was I didn't try that one because I'm not a huge squash fan. I really like squash, but that uh, the the chicken the chowder, chowder was one delicious. Oh my goodness! It was so good. And then the uh, they had the the carving station there. They had the African spiced beef strip loin. Actually, and it was never like, tried that. Really? Oh, it was so good! I got it both times I went up there. It was very like rare, rare, it's and not some- supposed to be. I know, but sometimes when it's mooing on my plate, <laughs> it's not mooing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's. It's mooing. That and the Boma mustard were wonderful together. I was sad that the ham wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. And they actually replaced the tur- the turkey babodi that they have at breakfast, which is kind of like a um, almost like a casserole type. I don't know how you do. How would you describe that? It's so during breakfast, it's kind of like a breakfast African inspired casserole. Mm-hmm. But for dinner, it was um, it, had, it had lamb and beef in it instead of chicken. I'm turkey. I will say that I like the breakfast babodi better. Okay. Because I felt like the dinner had different sweeter spices to it. Okay. And I have that weird thing where I feel like when something has too much sweet in it and it's supposed to be savory, I'm like, sure. Ah, why? <laughs> but uh, there, there were a lot of things that I really enjoyed there. They had something that's not listed there, and I know you're going to be grossed out by it. Um, they had the. It was a piece of spiced pineapple and then cottage cheese with spices. Interesting. Did you see like the little thing? I, I saw it, but I didn't try it. Did you try one? I actually had two of them. Oh, really? It was, I mean, it, the little scoops were like a spoonful. So it wasn't very much, but it was very, very good. And they also had the avocado and the, uh, yeah. The, what was it? Uh, mango? No, it wasn't. It no, was, it was avocado, grapefruit, and something else, wasn't it, was, it? I can't remember what the something else was. The grapefruit, I almost like. <laughs> I like put the grapefruit in my mouth and I was like, oh yeah, I don't like grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that they actually had really, really good selection of was pork ribs. And they were like melt off the bone, like delicious flavor. Like I can't even explain to you guys. Boma is definitely my favorite restaurant on Disney, Disney property, especially now that we've had dinner and I really liked it. But breakfast is phenomenal and dinner was as good, if not better. So the rib was really good. I can only eat so many ribs because then I kind of like how I said it's, you know, rare and it's mooing. It's, <laughs> I'm eating off yeah, of a rib smoked bone. For hours. You're not. Yeah, but it's like a. They're not rare. I know, but it's like a rib bone. Yeah. But those ribs were really, I had one of those. That was really good. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, back to the soup selection. They were, they were so, so good. Um, they were like, like we had, they said there was a, uh, like it's like a squash soup and a seafood soup and then the the chicken corn chowder which was fantastic. It was fantastic. Um what else was on there? Let's let's pull up that menu to see if there was anything else that we um, missed. Like I said the the salmon was awesome. The mac and cheese was really good. Um I'm 
like mac and cheese connoisseur myself. Anytime there's mac and cheese anywhere, I'm gonna try it. And it was really good. It's definitely not definitely not quite Tusker House mac and cheese. No. But it was still really, really good. So I would say that everything here was very good. The salmon, I know that we we touched on that. It was almost like a crushed salmon is yeah. what it was. And then they like put it back together and it was just very good. Everything um was very unique. And I really enjoyed eating there. And on top of that, they had the zebra domes for dessert. Yes, that's what I was going to get to next. Um, on the breakfast buffet, if you don't know what zebra domes are, they are probably the best dessert on Disney property. Um, basically, it's it's like a uh, it's like a mousse that's on top of like a cookie that has like a almost like a gelatin outside with chocolate stripes on it, makes it look like zebras. And if you want to get them outside of Boma's Buffet, you can actually get them at the Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House Quick Serve called the Mara. You can you can mobile order mobile order there. You can just walk in and get them, uh, but they're available there at all times. But they are on the buffet at Boma Dinner. Yeah, we like them so much. We actually bought some after breakfast with my sister. Yeah, and we sent I, her home with a pack. we sent her home with a pack <laughs> like to eat on the plane or to eat before she got on the plane. We were like. Bye, Katie. Here's some zebra domes. (laughs) Come back real soon. Now, I do want to mention, even though the zebra domes were on, you know, the dessert for dinner and such, which would you prefer to go back to, Boma breakfast or Boma dinner? I I mean, the only thing that's swaying me the other way, because I really liked all the flavors at dinner, the only thing that's swaying me the other way is the cost. The fact that it was $29 for dinner and 49 I'm sorry, $29 for breakfast and $49 for dinner. That $20 difference, if you, if you go often enough, that'll definitely add up. Uh, and they do offer pass holder and cast member discounts if you guys are, are listening and you guys work for Walt Disney World. Yeah. Um, they do offer discounts um, if you're a pass holder or a cast member and it can kind of chop down the cost a little bit. So which is it, breakfast or dinner? <sighs> Gun to my head, honestly, I'd say dinner. That'd be a weird gun to your head question. <laughs> Which one do you decide? <laughs> Breakfast or dinner now? <laughs> Answer me. Don't make me dinner, do this. Dinner, dinner. <laughs> so you say dinner? I do. I do. I really I really like the dinner, but I also love the breakfast and would probably do that more often because of the cost. So I would say breakfast because okay. one, the cost. Two, I feel like I probably enjoy more of the breakfast offerings because they're also a little bit lighter. Okay. Where I found some of the dinner offerings fairly like afterwards I was like ready to take a nap. Sure. I mean, it was later at night. but I mean, All buffets do that to me. I always right. feel like I want to nap after that. But like with breakfast, sometimes they have some of like the lighter, like things that are a little bit lighter. Um, I'm also more of a breakfast fan, and so getting to have like a Mickey waffle and like Simba I really waffle. like the ham. Yeah, yeah. Mickey, Mickey or Simba waffle. Um, you also get some of the things at both, like the Bobodi. Yep. You got the uh, deviled eggs. At deviled both. eggs were good. Yeah, you had that oh, avocado and fruit mix. You, you know, it was phenomenal. The last time we did breakfast, what was the the different scrambled eggs they had? Remember they had it was like a goat cheese and uh, chive I think it was yeah that scrambled was, eggs those were phenomenal I like, I like all the different eggs I like that they have like bacon and sausage and like the plantains I really like and I if think you're, if you're not an adventurous eater too like Danny said they have the waffles they have bacon sausage regular scrambled eggs there's an omelet station that they like pre make omelets for you 
so there's plenty of that in fruit and desserts and all that kind of stuff. If you're not like into the whole like African spices type of stuff, there's some of there's something there for everybody. Or I would say if you're more sensitive to spices, because yeah, some people sure. are very much more sensitive to like. There's also people who are not adventurous eaters. Yes, there are. Like my sister. Yeah, Caitlin. I was. Shout I was. Out to you. I was literally <laughs> about to say like your sister, <laughs> but they also have uh, you know. Chicken tenders. Yeah. They had chicken tenders yeah, at dinner. That'll tickle her but fancy. I, but I don't know if you want to pay $60 for chicken tenders. I don't. Or excuse me. <laughs> for, what is it? 49 49 $50. Plus tax and gratuity. Excuse me. But um, I, I also think the price is just, it sways me a little bit more yeah. because $29, it's a little bit more pricey when you live here for breakfast. Yeah. But anywhere you go, dinner is always going to be more expensive than but breakfast. But I can stomach... A twenty nine dollar breakfast. When I look at my I can stomach bill, one. food's so good. The, yeah, okay, that's not what I mean. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, when I'm looking at my you know, you know monthly I mean. statement and I see, you know, sixty dollars for a, a meal as opposed to twenty nine, I can I feel a little bit better leaning towards the twenty nine. Yeah, but for either one, both of them were great. And on top of that, getting to see the animals and such, and walk around, uh, and just be in that area and be around those surroundings is absolutely worth it. And I don't think either of us could recommend Boma enough, whether you go to breakfast or dinner. Right. Um, so yeah, can't recommend uh, Boma dinner enough. We love that restaurant there. Um, breakfast is phenomenal as well. Um, anything else you want to touch on as far as either of those meals? Because getting zebra domes at the end of dinner was definitely uh an added value for me. Yeah, but you could get go to breakfast and then you could buy like four boxes of zebra domes to bring home for yeah, the but same at, price. But at f- at f- almost $5 a pop for the boxes, there's another $20 on top of that. But that's what I'm saying. You could go to breakfast and get four boxes of zebra domes to bring home and enjoy later. Right. But for the same price as dinner. Sure. And how many zebra domes could you actually eat all after of them. No, you could not. All of them. Mm-mm. Give me all the domes. No, not after eating all of. I have a dome party. <laughs> I want it. You can have a dome party at home, sure. which we do every a time home we dome go. Party. A home dome party, <laughs> which we do every time we go to uh, zebra. Bo- <laughs> Boma. <laughs> we end up bringing home zebra we do. domes. We do. Shout out to the Mara for carrying zebra domes. I love you. Yes, we 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 <laughs> love Animal Kingdom Lodge, and every time we go, it's it's just so wonderful. But. We are going to be closing up this episode today. We only have two more weeks left in 2021. Holy cow. So I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. We're not sure what we're actually going to be doing over the next week. So yeah, not sure yet, but we're going to decide. Um, we definitely are talking about going somewhere on New Year's Eve. We don't know yet. Um, in, in the past, we've gone to Epcot, which was a lot of fun, but I don't know if we're going to be doing that again. Um, but we're, we're definitely talking about going somewhere theme parky but as even far f- as that night goes. Yeah. But even for like over the next couple of weeks, um, we kind of try to avoid the theme parks a little bit sure, because yeah. they are so busy. They're, they're nuts out right now. The other thing that you guys may have realized is there's not a whole lot of news coming out right now. And there's that's not. because this is the busy season. So we're going to, you know, have a couple more episodes over here at a couple of park hoppers Uh as we're wrapping up 2021. We've got some really exciting things planned for 2022. And I would say strap in because there is going to be a lot of cool stuff happening in 2022, not just with us, but for all the theme parks. There's just uh, there's just so much stuff that we're going to get to see come back. Not only strap in, but keep your hands, arms, feet and legs inside the vehicle 
at all times. <laughs> Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join over 35,000 people following us on TikTok. Head over to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our ever-growing channel for theme park videos and more. For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks. Because when we're together, I could stay forever. And when we're together, it's my favorite.